Poor Draw, episode 44. Wow, we're back. That rhymes. What a weekend of football. We have, how many games are there? Like 360 something games? Mad amount. Mad amount. As in, in the season or over the weekend? There's a lot of games over the weekend. And I can't remember like when we lasted our podcast, how many games ago that was. Because we had like the predictions was a fat amount of predictions. We basically had every team play like two games. Yeah, because had Arsenal been pumped by City at that point? No, it might have been on that night. I think it w- mm. or, or the night. I don't know, I but remember. Arsenal have done the gone through the ringer. We've been absolutely touched up by Man City. Don't even want to talk about it. So let's move swiftly on. A week passes. Last night we absolutely touched up. Possibly the worst team in the league right now. They are poor. I mean, but I looked at your like recent run of form. It's like two losses, two draws, and a win, or something like that. Yeah, who do we lose to? Nah, one loss. We the city's our first Was loss. Three draws, three draws, a loss, and a win. Yeah, a win, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's just it is rough looking for the top of the table. Man City are just, but I mean, you're top of the table for now. I think it's better to be the hunting pack than the the pack that is being hunted. Because as in, like City are being hunted now, or you're so being... I'd rather be in our position now. Well, actually, like it's all kind You'd of hindsight. Rather be you'd... in your position than be City with two. Games I think no, 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 like in. The context of it, you always want to be behind. Yeah, you want to be chasing, don't chasing because that, that gives, gives, gives you the motivation when you're ahead for as long as we are. A team that hasn't been in that position for fucking like twenty years, it a make, young team, it like they're always going to feel the pressure. Whereas, like if you're second chasing, like Man City, already a machine. The last thing you need to give Man City is like a no pressure environment where if they don't win the Prem. Yes, they'll be mad about it, but if they go on and win the Champions League, like we've said, they're not going to give a fuck about the Premier if they secure the Champions League. I think they will care about the trouble. Yeah, yeah, you do. But I think the Champions League is their like sole aim. You for see this the season. picture of is it Grealish on the, um, the like the medical table, and in the corner on like the wall, it's got like our goal with the picture of the Champions League. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. And it's like I think it's the Champions League it might be the Prem. So on. like they. We're in second place chasing for so long. Yes, now they've caught up and it's like, that's even more buzzing for them. But like, if they finish second and got the Champions League, I don't think it'd be a, a season to forget for Man City. What you're saying is there's still hope. I didn't think that until we absolutely touched up Chelsea last night and now they've wheeled me back in. Yeah, but, nah, but, but it's not about you. It's always about me. It's not about you. It's about, you got to hope Man City drop points in their next how many games is left like how many, they've got an extra two games haven't they so yeah two on us and we've got four left so they've got six so you've got to hope Man City drop mate their fixture schedule coming up is crazy That I know they've got squad depth coming out of their ass. yeah and they've got could, Real Madrid it could, it could eat them it could eat them I, uh, I don't know I mean but one injury I mean the thing is though, like, one injury doesn't really make a difference nah, we saw what Julian we, Alvarez can do mate yeah he's crazy he's unreal and we're not even talking about them today. I think he might be better than Jesus. Already. It's a mad statement. Because, it's a mad statement. And it sounds like I'm disrespecting Jesus, but I generally think Julian Alvarez is that good. I think Julian Alvarez is going to leave City. Watch his space in Real Madrid. minimum two years. Actually, maximum two years. He'll be gone. Where? I don't know. I, I think he'll be a case of he's not getting enough game time. 
He'll be like a Ferran Torres. Yeah, I was going to say he'll be exactly like a Ferran Torres. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Maybe like a Juve will cop him or something, aren't they? But Pep sort of manages to keep these high caliber players around because they do get involved. Like, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at Mares. Mares had like the world on his like the tip of his finger. Mm. He could have gone anywhere. It's mad that no one came in for Mares to make like like a Barcelona or Real Madrid. Yeah, because he I mean, ball out so hard in La Liga. players like that. Often have their like their career, his career's probably like been extended by a couple of years because his lack of game time. He's more it's more managed, so he's gonna have like a longer career now. It's not yeah. like he's playing every minute of every game. He's gonna like burn out his knees or whatever. Yeah. So he's, and he's winning a lot of trophies along the way. He's yeah. involved. So a lot of it's contextual as well. Like you don't know like their family situation. Like Mares's wife is English. All the like kids have been raised in England. Maybe it's a case of you don't want to up and leave. But then obviously football money talks. But when I said. Chelsea were the worst team in the league. Another team, the team of our focus for our first section of this video, it's going to be big old Spurs. Big old Spurs. The bottle jobs. Mate, they... No, oh, mate, this season is full of bottlers. Mate, they had the, the gumption to come at Arsenal after we lost to City. And yeah, we got touched up. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, we've probably bottled the league. But I don't... And I'll hear it from other fan bases. Like that waste man on Twitter that supports Man United that said Arsenal bottled the league. That's fair enough. I'll have it from a United fan. I'm not going to have it from any Spurs fans calling Arsenal bottled jobs. Because at least Man United, Chelsea, they've achieved things. Spurs have achieved... Wait, what have Chelsea achieved? Not this season. 12th place. No, nah, <laughs> I mean like in their recent history. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Chelsea yeah, have yeah. got enough clout to give it. Whereas Spurs genuinely... Anybody that's a Spurs fan and uses Twitter is not old enough to have experienced Spurs when they won a trophy. I've decided that. I've made that up right now, but that is a fact. What if you the last trophy like the Audi Cup? Yeah, I'm not. Scrap the Audi Cup, and they won a Carling Cup in like 2012. Before that, I think they won like a decent trophy in like 1988 or something like that. And if you were born in 1988 and you use Twitter, you're a wetty. So yeah, anyway, on the topic of Spurs. <laughs> Wait, you said if you were born in 1988, you use Twitter, you're all wetty. <laughs> yeah, I've decided. What does that even mean? I was just like, mate, you're an adult, just stop using Twitter. Yeah, but what? 1988? Uh, how old would you be if 1988, 22, 88? 40. 40. You'd be big 40. You're telling me at 40 years old, you're going to be sitting there sending out angry tweets oh Arsenal have bottled the league at 40 you'd be not, you wouldn't be 40 yeah you would you 1988 yeah that's that's, that's no you know, you 12 wouldn't. you'd be like 36, 35 36 36 yeah that's close enough you're telling me at 35-36 you're going to run a Twitter troll account with your profile picture as a picture of Harry Kane yeah but like yeah no that's mad that is mad but that's all of football Twitter yeah, but most of them are kids. Like hide them behind. Yeah, no. If you support like, Man City I, I or Chelsea, there's some, there is some context there that be needed to be had because after we just call any man who's over the age of like thirty on Twitter just a wetty, probably still. What do you mean? Nah, but there's my main good my main who are like discussion point is that the the main well, there's not a man on Tifo who's under like thirty. Apart from baby boy Ruben Pinder, you know what I mean? Shout out, no, nah, Joe Devine. Oh, he's he's right. not under thirty. I don't know. He's he's a he's a well experienced man. Anywho, so the Twitter troll accounts I'm talking about, they're either like Man City, Man United, or Chelsea fans, which is fair enough because they're kids that have grown up and they're the three best teams while they're growing up. 
If you're a kid that's running a troll account and you're back in Spurs, then you've seen absolutely no success. So what are you doing getting lippy? Or you're an old man on Twitter running a troll account. If so, get a life. You feel me? Yeah, I mean... Do you feel me? They've had no success. You've had, like... Fair, like Five FA Cups. Yeah, FA Cup is your competition, yeah? Yeah, but apart from that, it's been but a like, mess. Invincible season, you're pretty young, but still... Oh, yeah, I experienced to, that. was like, to remember. Yeah, that was the last trophy parade I did, and it but, was amazing. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they got to a Champions League final. Totally. Bottled the league to Leicester, didn't they? So did we. We both did that season. But yeah, so yeah. it's not been great. Not Long been story great. short, we want to talk about Spurs. I've got a bit uh, sidetracked there. We bottled that topic. We did. I just yeah because right they are into, they are the bottles. Spurs last four results yeah three two through. lost to Bournemouth in the last minute. What's his name? Daja or what's their winger's name? Who scored? Doja. I thought you said Doja. Cat. No. What's his name? Dan Juma. No, that, you base for Spurs. Yeah, who's no, who scored for Bournemouth in the last minute? U- Utara. 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 What's this guy saying, man? Um, yeah, but he's a, he's a baller actually as well. Um, yeah, so and Bournemouth lost three to yeah Bournemouth. I mean Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Fucking, Gary O'Neill, third best manager <laughs> in the league. I said it. I've said he it. He has said that. I've said that a lot, mate. He's yeah. flying. Um, Newcastle. What do we need to say? What was it like? Five goals in thirty minutes. Five nil down in the first twenty minutes. And then even you got Jacob ball. Murphy running around like, what's going on? What the hell? How have we done this? Your goalkeeper gets hooked at halftime. You, the flop of the season goalkeeper. He's in flop of the season. He, he needs he needs to re- retire or go to like go to like league uh, and like see out your season, bro. Yeah. See out see out your seasons, not the season, your seasons. Uh, twilight of your career. Sorry about me. Um, went to down to Man United, and I thought that was going to be another peppering. Yeah. And then they got that back to 3-2. That's decent. 3-2? Uh, uh, 2-2. And that's, I think, testament to both Spurs and says a lot about where Man United are at that they're not at a stage where they're willing to kill a game yet. And then... But but the important thing is they were 2-0 down. Liverpool. Yes. 3-0 down in quarter of an hour. 3-0 down in quarter of an hour and we're thinking that's Liverpool done it to United in, yeah. and Spurs are susceptible to a spanking. They love it. And I was hoping for it. And we, I thought this this could be double. This digits. could get ugly. I think this could be worse than the Newcastle game. This could get ugly. After three 0 they shored it up a bit. Yeah. Um, and I hate Liverpool for taking their foot off the gas. I hate it's it. It's very unlike them. Yeah. Very unlike them. But Luis Diaz was back. And maybe it's because like when it's Man United, Liverpool got that extra like. Oh, they they just want. To I want to. I want to put my. That's the problem. Though, Spurs ass. aren't big enough of a like a, a scalp anymore, or at the minute for people to be like. But people will see Man United down the floor and crying, and they'll be like, "Yes, let me yeah, get a, like kicking." But yeah, anyway, brought it back to three um, all. Unbelievable! Richarlison takes his top off. Errol thinks he's a hero. He's got his first goal finally. Sixty million well spent just for this moment. And there's a video. There's there's like a plethora of videos of Spurs fans celebrating. Spurs fans, like thinking they might have actually gone to win this. And there is a video I think where the guy goes, "Oh, gone." Get the winner now. Go get the winner now. And as he oh, said, yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. just. Oh, so funny. Expressions as well, man. Class con- The content was unrivaled. Spurs but- fans are just fucking. Oh up. my god. So funny. You couldn't write it. And it- and Richarlison 
I don't mind him as a player, but <laughs> if anyone deserves to get treated like this, it's, it's just it is just epitomizes his season at Spurs, and it epitomizes the history of the Tottenham. The history of the Tottenham. It does. So I want to talk about ignoring the Bournemouth game. In the Newcastle game, like we said, they went five nil down in twenty minutes. In the Man United game, two nil down in like half an hour. Liverpool game, three nil down in quarter of an hour. They are starting games. And, like, it's different, like, I think Man United back in the day, they used to let teams get ahead, but it was only by, like, one goal, so they'd always come back. Spurs are going, like, 3 or 4-0 down in, like, 20 minutes. But we, we, if you look back at our podcasts from three... No, no, before that, before the World Cup. So you're looking at, like, five months ago, yeah? Yeah. We said, what's Spurs' problem? They're slow starters. They've all they've been notorious slow starters this season. But it's getting and, worse. And I think teams, the best teams as well, are taking advantage of that. They know that if you come out, you're gonna get 10, 15 minutes of play where Spurs aren't even at the races. They're not even they they aren't even there. They haven't switched the engine on. Like, Why so, are they not there? Explain to me, Luke. I don't know. I I think it's because they have a, they lack the football. They lack the football IQ within the team. There is a, there is not enough football brain in this team Agreed. to be able to create their own intensity. They have to rise to the level of the intensity of the other team. And we often find that when Spurs put in a performance, it would be against uh, opposition that they can sort of match the intensity to. So the formation has to be right for them to be able to match the intensity of the opposing player. It almost has to be like an exact lineup. Hmm. But once you see teams starting to overload sides or you see teams uh, forming a really high line or pressing Spurs' really low block because they have players who can't play out from the back, yeah, they're playing then we like have issues and they get rushing to passes. Yeah. And they've also got a goalkeeper who can't save anything or play football. And as much Fraser as I like Foster, Fraser Foster, he's pretty dog as well. He's not he's not it, but he's being thrown into a team devoid of confidence. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, so for me, the reason they slow, uh, start slowly is because they lack the ability to create their own intensity or create their own tempo within the game. I totally agree. And I think that, I'll give you my two pence on it. I think that comes down to the fact that all their centre-backs... Eric Dyer, um, who played that game, it wasn't Ben Davies. It was Eric Dyer, Romero, and someone else. I'm Longley? gonna. It might have been Longley, might have been Davison Sanchez. All of them, and I don't want any. Or oh, he won the World Cup. He's got a big head. Blah blah blah. They're all dog shit. Eric Dyer is so bad. I don't know how he's been a, a first choice at Spurs for as long as he has. He is so bad. So bad. Yeah, he's got a big head. He doesn't use it. Yeah, but so is Aaron Maguire. He's terrible. That's maybe the correlation. Big-headed dons don't work. And my problem is, all all of their centre-backs are shit. And where do you, like, start dictating a game and creating tempo? It's from the back. You see all the best teams. They pass it around the back. They set the tempo there. Arsenal do it with Saliba and Gabriel and Ben White. Man City, John Stones, Diaz, and then Rodri will drop back. That's where you like set the intent for a game is you'll play it between your deepest midfielder and your centre-backs and that kind of sets the tempo for the rest of the players. Look at Brighton. 
who might be one, one of the best to do it. Exactly that. With, they started at the back. With Lewis Donk, uh, Colwell. Colwell, and then Webster when he comes Webster, in. Webster. They set the, as well, they like, set the tempo so well from the back. That that section there, I think it was Dunk, Estupinan, sorry, and um, Caicedo. That, that triangle is just infinitesimally bit better than fucking any in well, the man said infinitesimally I couldn't even say it properly yeah, yeah, man. Mad. but, but um, they are just yeah. they are so so elite and that's and what I'm saying and play, they play with like it's literally like Dunk and whoever's um, partnering him and uh, a stupinion a stupinion a stupinion a stupinion I don't know. I'm having a really hard time talking. Talk Spit to it out, Luke, mate. But yeah, he's he's like so far up the pitch. He tucks in. Can I say that? It brought, it's, yeah, the it's build-up rondos that, man, uh, that Brighton do is crazy. Bring it back to Spurs. They have none of that. Exactly. Lack so these teams brain. have a defence that can set the tempo, that can pass it about, draw attacks on, and then quickly like spring into action. Or they'll pass it back and progress up the field. Spurs have... Possibly, like, championship or relegation battling level of defence in terms of IQ, in terms of being able to build up play. And the building up play aspect also comes down to the manager. The manager has to kind of impart that style of play and, like, give them enough confidence to play like that. But you can only give them so much. Like, Arteta was trying to do that with Leno, was trying to do that with Mustafi. If you've got utter dross in your defence... As much as That's you try... Ten Hag, Ten Hag realised De Gea cannot for the life and play up on the back. So you don't. You start, you start yeah, your yeah. build-up in a different area of the pitch. And it's like, well, get these people out, get people in. And Spurs, if they want to be an elite team, you have to dictate the tempo of the game. You can't be a reactive top six team. Or you can't be a... Re- you can. You, you do what Spurs You can't be reactive. But you can't be reactive and go win trophies. Game. You can't you go sh- win trophies because no eventually team. you'll have to go and beat one of the best teams and you're not going to beat one of the best teams being reactive because you're not going to like I, there is no football philosophy that's ever worked out in the history of the game here where teams always said right let's start on the back foot yeah exactly exactly that if you want to play counter-attacking football you set up to be hard to score against and they're just that's but the they're thing. not that exactly like you can play this low block style if they don't want to do the build up from the back but then you've got to expect these defenders to be good at defending they're not good at defending in a low block style of play and they're not good at building up play and setting up pressing triggers but in an attacking that, style the play. Way that they're, they're not good at anything the way they're set up yeah like a 3-4-3 three, three, it's that is a fairly counter-attacking formation oh it's very you, counter you yeah. lack any sort of depth in the middle of the pitch you've got you've got either you play with a two DMs you play with a DM and like an 8 or something like that but you don't have that attacking midfield to link to your strikers right so your turnover plays are going to be really slow in through the middle of the pitch. And then when you do have your central midfielder push you up, you're going to leave yourself vulnerable there. Because unless one of your defenders uh, uh, drops into that hole and then you sort of spread out and then you've got a massive gap between your two defenders. So you have to play on the counter, but they're not trying to do that because when they do try and release players, it's too slow. Come back after this break and we'll continue to talk about how Spurs are bottling... Football. And we won't keep slaughtering them. Slaughtering them. We'll try and think of some remedies on how maybe they can get their season. It's too late to get it back on track. But maybe going into next season. Spurs' problems for me, they start at the back. Hugo Lloris, he has to go, blood. 
He has to go. No, yeah, I totally agree. I think their problems are pretty much solely in the back line and then the obviously they're lacking like a creative midfielder. So for me, yeah, Hugo Lloris has to go. Gone. I think if Everton goes down, Jordan Pickford to Spurs is kind of a... I, I don't think Jordan Pickford is an elite, elite keeper, but I think he is... He's up. a level above Hugo Lloris. Yeah. He's a bit more clutch and he's got a bit more command about him and like he's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. not too bad with his feet. Yeah. So... That looks like a sort of match made there if Everton do go down. Mm-hmm. Centre-backs. Mate, oh. I'd bin them all off apart from... I know a lot of people say, oh, Romero, he's good, blah, blah, blah. I think he's dog. If you want to get... Go on. Keep him. Like, keep you, you him. You can't afford to rip you out. You can't if, afford to rip him If you get rid of Longley, out. Ben Davies, Eric Dyer, Davinson Sanchez... You might as well keep the one you paid 40 million for. He is the best of them as well. Yeah. In my opinion, Just anyway. But you need to have two very, 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 very solid defenders in next to him. Smart defenders. Smart defenders who will allow him, because he will, he loves to step out. And one defender that is older and more like... Experienced, experienced to like, keep him in line. Because someone needs to tell that Don to stop making 72 fouls a game. Because he will get red carded or yellow carded every single game. And if you're an elite side, they, like we saw with Man United, they lost Casemiro for eight games this season. And when the Arsenal wobble, they happened. were in like a title charge that ended pretty much because they lost Casemiro. Um, yeah, Arsenal lose their best centre back. Fair enough, it was for injury, but say it was recorded. You see how Arsenal have dropped off. If he is going to be Spurs' main man at the back, well, you can't afford not, you can't afford him not, to pick up. Matter. If you if you are not there, you can't afford him to pick up suspensions for. Five, six games. Been, he season. loves an early yellow card as He's well, so which puts dumb, you mate. on the back foot. That is the worst thing for a defender is an early yellow card. But I love it because whenever Spurs play Curtis Romero, uh, Curtis, what's his name? It's not Curtis. Christian Romero. Is it Christian? Christian Romero. Christian Romero. What are they? They call him Cooty or something. Cooty, like. yeah. Yeah, Cooty Romero. That I bosh yellow card on him. That's easy money. But yeah, I'd keep him because they've just got him, and there is a player in there. He's young. He's probably a bit hot headed. I just think he's. He's a problem waiting to happen. But yeah. keep him. Get in some elite centre-backs, man. Well, it's easier said than done. It is easier said easier than done. Easier said than done. Especially when you're German's Daniel Levy. So, on the right side, if they're going to continue playing this formation... I think they're fine. Pedro the right Poro, side, Pedro Porro. Jed Spence is good. Jed Spence. We <coughs> I think that's good, like, depth. That's Jed fine. Spence, yeah. He might be in our flop team this season. I didn't want him in there. That was Luke. But... I think Pedro Porro is yeah, always going to be a star. He's gone to France, yeah. He's played like eight games. He's like dropped to 6.5 rating in like the first four. He had one good game. And then his last three games, he like played 70 minutes, 45 minutes, and then like 10 minutes. Jed, mate. And, and then he hasn't played since like the beginning of April. I'm trying to help you out here. He's falling you, off. You're, you're letting me down. But um, yeah, I think Jed Spence is like your backup option and Pedro Porro is a decent level. He will be fine. If they're sticking with the free well, the back, like, he's like one of the most like highly rated wing backs in the world. Yeah, I think going forward he is quality. Defensively leaves a lot to be desired. But that's not what they don't need it defensively. If they get two elite centre backs in, you want your your wing backs to be. That, the, that's, but the problem that is, is on that side, on that right hand side, because Romero plays there, who also steps up, and Pedro Porro. That's I don't like that. They need either move Romero as the centre of the centre backs, and then have a bit more of a defensively so minded like, centre-back you have like two centre-backs you have Pedro Porro in the middle uh, sorry Cristiano Romero, Romero in the middle and he steps and out and he steps up and they can compact yeah because I think West Burrs concede a lot of um, chances is 
Romero stepping up, being a yeah, bozo, hard, and then Pedro Porro already being on like the halfway imagine, line at that point. What, like we'll have like our clown school team, yeah, and left back is Cucurella. Hundred percent, and so yeah, that's where they can see a lot of chances. He'll step up, it's try to be like ball. a top tier bozo, and uh, Pedro Porro's already on the halfway line, thinking there's going to be an attack. And then it's just a quick ball down the right-hand side or left-hand side for the attacking team, and they're in. So Spurs need a more defensively-minded centre-back if they're going to go with Pedro Porro because he's he's really good at attacking, not okay. very good defensively. So, and on the left, Sessegnon, Perisic. That's the right depth, but probably I'd get in a better player. Perisic, is, he's going to be on his way out. Yeah, he, how old is he? He's like 50. 59 yeah. million years old. Um, yeah, I'd yeah, go invest and in... Yeah, is he's pretty average, isn't he? Yeah. Never really recouped his Fulham form. Yeah. Um, in the middle, I actually, I, I like Basuma, yeah? I think Basuma can do a job. Oh, yeah. He needs to get back fit and get in that team. I think he can do a job. And I like Benton Kerr as well. I think Benton Kerr is a decent player. Interesting option, though. Returning from loan, Tangay in the melee. Oh shit! Yeah, because Napoli aren't um, making that deal permanent, are they? They had the option. That could be a that could be an interesting because I think he is an actual actual baller, mate. He's got so much tech; it's crazy. And if you put him with Basuma in the middle, I think that you could make that work. That work rate cancel. Basuma, Basuma makes is solid enough to do that job because you need someone that's if you're playing free at the back, you only have two midfielders, so you need one ideally that's going to do all the defensive work. Basuma. And one that's going to do all the attacking work. And as much as I think Benton Curry is good, he doesn't really do enough of either. He's he's he likes he, he does he both. He is literally a centre circle. And he should be in a team that plays four at the back, so he has two players with him. Hundred percent. Or someone that he can link up the play deeper with, and someone that he can go forward with. Because as Spurs, he's either entrusted to do all of it or none of it, and he's not good enough either. So I think Benton Curry is okay if you play four at the back. Free, uh, free at the back with two midfielders and not three. You need someone that's just elite attacking. You need you need someone who can like create from deeper though. Like a Christian Eriksen would have been ideal. Eriksen would be crazy. He would have been, been ideal, but yeah. he, that that's not a thing. But they need they I've need seen someone who can James Ward Prowse doesn't. I don't think he creates enough. Doesn't for excite me. me. Doesn't create enough for me. But if you have someone that I think he he's going to be so sought after because especially Southampton, he, he's going he's going to get you. Like six, nine, twelve points a season from set pieces, yeah. Especially yeah. at the top, top elite mm-hmm. level of the game, where the differentials between one point and three or nothing is, can be a set piece. Yeah, it's a good. You look ball at West Ham box, versus yeah. Crystal Palace today. Uh, sorry, this weekend. Yeah, West Ham scored like from three corners or whatever. Mm. Mental, yeah, and yeah. they were shit. So yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. The midfield is is hard, but I think Basuma needs to become a part of the team. I think Schoiberg should be on his I, way out. I think he's I think he's in my pool with like um Benton called where if you're set on this free at the back formation and they might not be with the new manager, that's a thing we need to take into account as well. But if they're set on the free in the back formation, you can't have someone that's not good enough attacking and not good enough defensive. You need someone that's a master at either. And he is like Benton Core. He's okay going forward and okay defensively, but not good enough at either. But he loves the middle. He sits in the yeah, middle. Exactly and you can't do that. You've got to because, like we said, they just have no presence in midfield, no attacking presence, and no defensive presence. Where they need, if they're playing two there, they need. And same with Skip, he's just so average at oh, both. Him, Harry Winks, bro. They got so many players that just average at everything. Why don't they just ship them all out and get two players that are elite 
at something. <laughs> yeah, but the solution can't be just to ship their team out and get elite players in because it's going to cost them an absolute... And you'll end up like stuff. Chelsea. But um, yeah, I think that is... On the last thing... What about Conor Gallagher for, for Spurs? But like, he's, that, he's the same though, isn't he? As a two, like he doesn't do enough either. He needs to be... Yeah, he, he like Chelsea, needs to be given one And he's, he's having the same problem at Chelsea where they play three at the back. Bro, what is Frank Lampard doing playing him and Kante behind? Well, that's what I'm saying. He's like... He's struggling. Whereas, like at Palace, he was in a three-man midfield. He was playing. And what, he was allowed what to. Playing, he was allowed to go crazy. Whereas, like at Chelsea and Spurs, if he was to move to Spurs, him and a two, he's not good enough. I agree, and we're seeing a lot of teams struggle with the two in the middle. You need two you, very elite players. You yeah, you can't get. Like away we were talking with it. about with um, Chelsea system, back in the day, whereas like Kante and Fabregas. Unless your system is perfect, Kante and Fabregas, or um, Fabregas and Matic. Those players like Matic and Kante are just elite defensive players. And then Fabregas is one of the best deep-lying playmakers the game's ever seen. So it's like you need world-class ballers to play a three-at-the-back system. Up front, I think they're all right. fine. Harry Kane's gone, though. But if he's gone, gone. I think you make Son your primary focus. But I think... I think give Richarlison time, he'll be good. I think you get Son, Richarlison and Kulisevsky, I think you're fine. Yeah, that's good. A little bit of depth from the bench, maybe. Maybe try to get someone like Evan Ferguson as a direct replacement of Harry Kane, because I could see him facilitating that role. He did just sign your contract at Brighton. But so that'd money be, talks. That'd be and it's probably got a release cause in it. Yeah, it might do. Maybe only active after a year or so, but who knows? But they'll get money for Harry Kane. They can reinvest it somewhere. Yeah, I agree. And I, like but you if you said, might go for Harry Kane, suppose go for Osimhen. Osimhen. If they get top four, why not? I don't think they'll get top four, and I don't think Osimhen would go there. But. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, the, the front line of Son, Kulisevsky and Richarlison, I think is actually good enough to compete. It's just, yeah, they've got to rethink that midfield and the players they're getting in. Like, Basuma's a good signing because, like we said, he's defensively quality, but you've got to pair him with someone that's attackingly quality. And then, fucking mate, uh, that defence just needs to be ripped apart. It's, it's all so about bad. balance. Bugley's balance. balance. But right. that's first done. Relegation. Who gives a shit? Um, relegation battle. Relegation battle is hot enough. We saw Leicester versus Everton on Monday night. 2 2 draw. Absolutely useless for both teams, really. That does Doesn't absolutely do nothing, anything. For, nothing for either of them. The right. Should we run uh, them through the current right. standing? So, all f- there's um, West Ham above the bottom five, but they've got a game in hand and they're four points clear. So, we're just going to assume West Ham so who, are got, safe. You've got West Ham, you've got. Above them is. Um, Wolves? Yeah, Wolves, and then above them is Chelsea. Chelsea, and then Palace. <laughs> Mate, I, I see. I've seen Chelsea fans getting shook. They are like, they're they're talking about how it like, oh, we could get relegated. They won't because they need every team to like every team to win, to like, win every game. And they're playing each other, so there's just no way it would yeah. actually happen. I don't I, think like, feasibly. I think the percentage of Chelsea getting relegated is like six percent or something. Yeah, like that. well, that's actually pretty high. I thought it'd be less, but anyway, thirty-four games played between these teams that means everyone's got four games left Leicester currently top uh, top of the five on 30 points but with a goal difference of 20 and then also on 30 points is Leeds with a goal difference of 18 and then also on 30 points so all three of these teams on 30 points with a same goal difference surely not it's minus 18 Oh no! This might be losses. That, that can't. That can't. Be, that might yeah, be losses. Oh no! Goal difference is here. That's my bad. I was gonna say, man, how can you got positive goal difference? <laughs> yeah, especially at twenty much. positive. That's like crazy. <laughs> That's my bad. That's Wait, losses. Chelsea scored like thirty-one goals all season, or thirty-two goals all season. 
Yeah, that's my bad. Right, 30 points, Leicester. Uh, th- 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 because it doesn't say, I've actually got to do some maths on the spot. So Leicester, goal difference of minus 13. Leeds, goal difference of minus 24. Forest, a goal difference of minus 32. Jesus Christ. All those teams on 30 points. And then we've got Everton on 29 points with a goal difference of minus 25. And then Southampton, five points behind them on 24 points with a goal difference of minus 32. Mate, smashed him. Bang on. That's quick maths from the boy. Bang on. Yeah. So. It's, uh, oh, it's tight. For me. So there's four um, points between the top four of those. And then Southampton, who I think are, are, down. are done. Southampton are done. We'll run you through their fixtures at the end. So let's but start, we're just going to write them start, off. Let's start from the bottom, yeah. For okay. me, I think we can both agree Southampton, Southampton are done. done They've got Forest, Fulham, Brighton and Liverpool, right? And they need six points to get out of the relegation zone, let alone if the other teams win. So that's yes. two wins in that four, which I can't I see. Can't, I can, the only team I see them getting anything against maybe uh, Forest. Forest. And but then I Brighton like, batter them and Liverpool batter them. So that's already six points dropped. And Fulham probably beat them as well. And Fulham probably beat them unless Fulham are on the beach. So, yeah. And I, I, I think, think by the time you get to that Brighton game, they're down. And then, yeah, even if they beat Forest and Fulham, that's six points. The other teams might have picked up points yeah. and they could still be in. For me, Southampton... St. Mary's will see you in the championship next season. I like Ruben Sellers and I would like to see them stick with Ruben Sellers. But yeah, they're going down, mate. That's yes, what you get are. for a point in Nathan Jones. He actually is, mate. Luke he said it. Is. The moment they signed him, I was like, oh, he has a good track record in the championship. Luke was like, no, he's a pussy. Mate, he left Luton and now they're third. Yeah, that's Rob Jones' effect, though. Rob Jones is crazy. Rob Edwards. Rob Edwards, that's the one. Who's Rob Jones? <laughs> Nathan Jones. Oh, Nathan Jones <laughs> and Rob Edwards combined. Yeah, there you go. Oh, the boy didn't know. My mic, my, it's a long day at work, that is. Right, long so day. we'll start at but yeah, so for the me, bottom the of the The relegation battle begins with Everton. And so Everton or Forest or Leeds for me. Or Leicester, yeah. Good or one. Leicester. <laughs> Two of them are going down. Yes. Right. So Everton, well, they <laughs> on. So Everton are on 29 points. So Everton 29 and the rest of them are on 30, right? Yes. Let's start top of Right, so we're going to run points. you through all of the fours fixtures and we'll try and do like an, an, a little guesstimate situation on how many points they're going to pick up on this journey. So Everton, after just drawing 2-2 against Leicester, they're on 29 points and their next game is Brighton away. What are we saying? That's a loss. For me, yeah, the way that the easy way of doing this is just to uh, look through their fixtures and, like you say, just how many points are they going to get? Brighton, they're not getting anything. None. Man City, Man City not nothing. getting anything. Wolves, Wolves maybe. I, should we? What should we do? Should we be optimistic about every team? If they, I, I see out of these teams, yeah, the manager who I think would get out of this would be Deitch. Yeah, agreed. Right, because but why are they? Big playing, Sam is back. Why are they playing Michael Keane? Big Sam is back. Michael Keane is the most washed centre back. Yeah, he didn't get it to like out of his potential. He got to like twenty percent. That man could have had it all. He was good. He he could have been excellent. Luke, but you're not taking into account the big, big Sam, Sam is back. But yeah, so for me, Everton optimistic they might get a win against might get four Wolves. points. I I think we'd be even more optimistic. We give them six. Say we they beat Wolves and Bournemouth. I don't. I don't. And that's like, we'll be super optimistic for every team. I would say they might win against Wolves or Bournemouth and okay. they might get a point against them. But I right, think we'll that's as optimistic. We'll give them four. Four points. 
So if that takes them up to 33, 33 points. That's fucked. So even if, if sorry, if Leicester leads or Forest get uh, one win, one of them gets a win, then, then they, Everton can't catch up. Yeah, they're done, eh? Forest, Southampton, I think they could get three points there. But I think I think a point might be more. That is a relegation six-pointer. It's not really because, I mean, Southampton, I guess. Southampton it, have still got to believe. Southampton have to believe. But Forest have got to go to Chelsea, which is an easy three points. And then they've got Arsenal and Palace, which is probably maybe a point. So were you saying four points for them as well? I would argue maybe four points. That is, that is more optimistic Everton, I think. Maybe you're looking at a point for Forest. Or mean? two points. I think maybe two draws out of the last four. Oh, so... Two, just two draws? I think, I think Southampton are going to be scrapping. I reckon they beat Southampton. Do you reckon they beat Chelsea? I reckon they Chelsea away they lose. Do you reckon they beat Arsenal? No. And Palace? Draw. So you're talking four points? Yeah, I'll give them four. 34 points. Now, the team that I think are going to be safe. Big Sam's leads. You think Big Sam's going to do Big it? Big Sam's going to do it. He has one relegation on West his, Brom, yeah. on his uh, managerial career. So West Brom, he had 26 career. games. He must fucking hate He won that he four joined, out of 26 games. He joined West Brom and then got relegated. That is no, so but he long. Didn't he, he, had, he had more than half of his Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a stinker. They Their team was shit. It was yeah. worse than his Leeds team. Um, what was I going to say? Are you seeing, he's been offered a seven-figure... If he keeps, if him he up. keeps them up, that's a lot of money for Victor Orta as well. He's gone. He's gone. Man City away, nothing. Nothing. Newcastle at home, nothing. Nothing. West Ham away, I I, I find it hard to West see him get anything. But Big Sam going back to his old stomping. We'll, gi- we'll give it a draw. You think West Ham were up? Bit of an upturn. But by then, West Ham will be safe, yeah. and they'll have Europa Conference League. Okay, and or Spurs at home. League? Let's give them a, a one point. You think? It's, yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe they get touched up. Maybe. Actually, Spurs will be on the beach by then and Leeds could be fighting for their lives. Right. We'll give them a point and a point and then two, two losses. Points. So at this point, we've got Leeds on 32. What did we have Forrest on? We had them a win and a draw. A win and a draw. So that's, so that's on 34. 34. And Everton we had on 33. We had a win and a draw. So actually, Leeds out of all of them. And then what did we say Leeds are on? Just two Optimistic, draws? Optimistic, maybe two points. Two draws. Oh, dear. And then Leicester. Fulham away, potentially getting something. But I think Fulham, I think Leicester have too many issues. I don't think Fulham will see right through that. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give them a draw. I'll give Leicester a draw there. Liverpool lose. beat them. Newcastle beat them. West Ham. Draw. So you're saying like two points? Two points, which is 32 as well. So, Ooh, so you have, it's juicy. So you have uh, literally uh, like a swap. You've got Southampton are down. Southampton Le- are down. Leeds, Leicester, Everton, Forest. Leeds and Leicester on our predictions, who are the two highest currently, not in the relegation zone. They're dropping, and Forest and Everton, who are currently in the relegation zone, survive one by goal different. No, by a point and two points. That's crazy for me. I'll put my my neck on the line. It's Southampton. It's Leeds. And it's uh, 
Oh, I thought it between between uh, Everton and Leicester for me. Which is what we've calculated here, Luke. Good job. No, no, no. We had. Uh, nah, yeah, it is what we. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Southampton. I'm gonna go Leeds, and I'm gonna go Leicester. Shout out Forest Global Podcast. We've got you. We've done a very scientific, um, kind of running predictor, and we've got you safe. But I'm gonna also go Southampton, um, Leeds, and Everton. Big Sam is not the man. He's not the man. But and he'll leave. Yeah, With Sean his Dyche head held like it's time to go. I'd love to see Everton in the championship. Oh, so would I, man. That'd it's about to be a sick away day. So no funny. League One tour for the Rangers, boys. Come on, come back after the break. We'll hit you with some predictions. Bash. It's time. The king is being crowned this weekend, and um, I won't be watching it. I'll be watching the football. Yeah, boy. Because who cares? Um, Bournemouth versus Chelsea kicking us off. Bournemouth actually higher in than Chelsea in the league. Gary O'Neill, mate, he is a legend. Uh, I think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone that didn't have Bournemouth in the relegation in the relegation battle at this point in but, the season. But by Christmas, they were like done and dusted. Gary O'Neill's it? done crazy stuff. Scott Parker got beaten nine nil, whatever it was. Yeah, and then blamed the fact that he had shit players, and then Gary O'Neill's come in and absolutely look made him look like a mug. Since then, Gary, uh, Scott Parker's been sacked by Bruges. Yeah, he After, went. He played in the Champions. How do you get a Champions League job? He, mate, he's That's been crazy. Having, he should. Yeah, he's the only reason he's ever got promoted out of the Championship is because he had like Fulham, yeah, like and Bournemouth stacked. Like teams, Bournemouth yeah. spent like more money in the January transfer window than every other team, like in the whole windows, every window combined ever in the history of football. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about spending more money than anybody else in the history of football, Chelsea versus Bournemouth. Um, for me, I think Chelsea. M- Frank Lampard's got to get a win at some point. He does, he? he does. You bloody hope so. And Bournemouth, but Bournemouth look good. I don't know. I really, don't. I'm gonna, go, I might go like one all. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a struggle, but I'm gonna go two one Chelsea. Yeah, I think I bet on. I think I've like said to Chelsea to win like a lot of the. Like, to be fair, games. the odds would probably be quite nice if you bet on Chelsea. It's probably quite a good bet to have. But Man City hosting Leeds. I need Leeds to get a result here, but. I don't think it's happening because, but it's Big Sam's first game in the dugout. Obviously, that could be like, crazy. Could, could you imagine the That'd magic? That'd be crazy. He'd become like an Arsenal icon. Mate, I'd get a Big Sam tattoo right on my ass. Yeah, it first. <laughs> oh, mate, seven nil leads. Uh, I'm gonna go five nil Man City. Yeah, I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna go five one. Five one. Five one. Nice Spurs hosting Palace in a nice little London derby. Uh, I'm liking the look of Palace lately. I'm yeah, liking the look. Roy's got them cooking. Roy Hodgson is is he is just a he's everything I aspire to be in life. He's such a baller. His touch let him down on us on uh, Saturday morning. Did you see it when the ball came in? It just like a trampoline on his foot. Mad. But he is like 70 million years old, so we'll forgive him. That's how but I yeah. want to kind of like Mate. engage with people on Twitter. I should be like, before we have a discourse on Twitter about football, how's your touch? Show me your touch. Yeah. It's like, I saw a tweet the other day. It was like, um, if you talk about football and can't do 20 keepy uppies, like you're an embarrassment. And <laughs> I just sat there and I was thinking, <laughs> that is so true. Like, There's a lot like, of dons here that probably can't do a keepy uppie to save them life. They should do life. like your keepy uppies and multiply that by like five or 10 and that's how many Twitter characters you get. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so, I can imagine there's so many dons that sit there probably haven't touched the ball in their life. And I was just like, mate, Hush, hush I say wheelchair for 
mate, have you seen some of the, like the wheelchair football? Or, like, the, some... the blind football, mate. It's it's insane. Shit, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Anyway, Spurs versus Palace. What are we saying? I'm going to go for. Oh, I was going to say to all, but I won't copy you. No, I'll you say, can. You can. If you're going to say that, say it. Two, two, one Spurs. Okay. Wolves versus Villa. Villa. Didn't pick a is this a derby? This is a derby, right? Yeah, I semi. Think, I think it's a derby. Yeah, Villa, Birmingham is more of a derby. Birmingham Wolves, I think. West well, Brom one's Wolves. got a wolf on their crest and one's got a lion. So that's like... Wolves is... Um, like, a big derby is West Brom. Yes. And Birmingham Villa is like the big one. But we're talking separate leagues here. And they won't be playing each other next year either. Um, 2 0 Aston Villa. 2 0 Aston Villa. I'm going to go for a 2 1 Aston Villa. Liverpool hosting Brentford. This is always quite a good game. Because Brentford, Brentford always seems to get a decent little result. Do you remember the one where Jota scored like, late on as well? Like, I remember the one where Johan Wisser scored a couple late on. We were at the pub in. I think it was like 3 or something or 3 2. Yeah, that was, was crazy. good. Um, I think Liverpool would make a late charge, though, towards some sort of European spot. I'm going to go for a 4-2 Liverpool. That's a juicy game. You ever, you rarely ever see 4-2, do you? No, like? that's nice, though. I'm going to go 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1. Okay. Newcastle versus... Oh, this is a big game. This, this is a big game. This up on me. I did not see this coming. This is a big game. Oh, that I think we'll get a result in. Alexander Isak and Wilson have been... Wilson doing. is cooking! We, and I think we said this before on the podcast. That is the duo. Like You, Mate, you so find nice. a way to get them both into the team. And I think Isak out wide is the way to do it. Well, you saw that assist that he got against Everton. Mate, the most disgusting thing The assist thing that I've he didn't seen. get, that he should have got. Oh, yeah, mate. I'm... They should have just given him the goal credit for that as well. So good, man. He embarrassed... Genuinely, Everton deserved to get relegated just for that. Yeah. Um, crazy. But for me... It'll be a good I, game. I agree with you. I think Arsenal will get a result. I'm going to go for a... 2-0 Actually no, no Fuck that Arsenal be shaking the back 2-1 2-1 Same 2-1 as well United Of the West Ham Variety Against United Of the Manchester oh, Variety Oh yeah Okay I see you did that Come um, on West Ham They haven't looked As bad recently They're cooking well, I put Pakatar In my fucking Flop 11 And he's decided To go on the Naughty little run of form Of course he has I think You must have watched the pod I think that they've got... A, you see, if West Ham win the Conference League, Emerson will be the first player to win the Champions League, Europa League, and the really? Europa Conference League. Top man. Top, top Donny. Um, I couldn't name you one thing he's ever done. No. Do you play... He's in the Italy squad that won the Euros as well. So, my, my guy's wow. picking up trophies, doing absolutely nothing. Wow. That's the dream, mate. In the Italy team with a name like Emerson as well, he should just be Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. I think he is one of those Donnies like Jorginho that is like Brazilian-Italian. Right. Okay. Um, West Ham versus Man United. I think it's going to be a closer game. I think United... Jadon Sancho looked all right for them since his sort of mm. comeback. Um, he scored a good goal against Spurs, didn't he? Yeah, where well, he took it like quick and bent it into the corner. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Though. I'm still not sold on United. I think they their centre-back issues, obviously... When's the FA Cup final? That must be soon. Probably May not. the 25th. Oh, Hugely, like, oh, so May, it? It? Um, but yeah, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. One-all draw. Oh, I do think I need to do more draws, but I'm going to go Man United win here. I'm going to go three... No, 2-1 Man United. I think I've said 2-1 for pretty much every single one. Fulham versus Leicester. Leicester need a result here. And um, they're not going to get one. 2-2. Two, two. 
They're not going to get one as a result. A point on the board yeah, against Fulham as a I can't result. remember. Did we predict them to get a point in this? I think I predicted them to get a point. A point, point away from home in Fulham and a point on the board at the like, bottom of the table is important because Brighton are going to beat Everton. Oh, I didn't even have a prediction for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Fulham. And who would have thought that? Because at the start of the season, you're probably looking at Leicester, decent little squad, Brendan Rodgers is manager, Fulham, stereotypical yo-yo club, and now Fulham. Will Vardy save Leicester? Vardy did look good against Everton, to be fair. He, he looked like he had... He so what did I say? I said 2-2, two, two, and you said 2-1 Fulham. Yeah. Uh, nice. Brighton are going to beat Everton 3-1. They're going to touch up Everton. Mate, just, they've done it with like half, resting half their squad against... Um, resting half their squad and put six against Wolves. Against the decent Wolves. Like and that's, they've got like a rested squad now, and I reckon they're going to be on crud. They've got just, a lot of double yeah. game weeks coming up, though. Have we already predicted Brighton once? Oh, no, no. It must be next game no, week. next game week. Yeah, they've got Arsenal and Newcastle. Oh, that's a, they're going to take someone's scalp there. That's a long double for them. But Everton, I reckon they do them like 5-1. 4-1. 4-1 Brighton, yeah? Yep. And rounding it off, which is bad news for Leicester and Everton, who will be hoping that Southampton get a result, really. Oh, it's day off. I was like, why the hell is there a three o'clock fixture on Monday? But it's because it's bank holiday. Yeah, they're, they're going to be hoping to get a result, that Southampton get a result, really, to keep Forrest down with them. Yeah, this is a six point. But um, for me, I think Forrest are more likely Southampton to pick something up. Agreed. I think Forrest have a little bit more fight about them. I think they have a bit more quality in the likes of Morgan's Gibbs White, Brennan Johnson. Brennan Johnson looks good. Yeah, so for me. And I'm that gonna, Danilo they, guy they got. Yeah, he scored, he scored yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah he looks he, good. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Forest. Very nice. I've said 2-1 for all my results. So I'm going to say 2-1 again to Forest. Wow. Yeah. And just like that, just like that, it rounds up another game week Fantastic. of football. Let us know down below what you think. Do Spurs need a whole revamp? Who they get in? How did they sort out these problems? They're slow starters. What would you do to fix it? Let us know down below. Also, are you buzzing that Big Sam is back? Because we are buzzing. He is, he is just prime, isn't he? That, I've mate, seen, he I've is like a, uh, just a walking meme. Flores about six times oh, time, mate, he's man. just a walking meme. I think we're going to get some gold. Mate, it's, it, is, it is almost a travesty that we only got one game with him as the England manager. Oh, mate. Best England manager ever. 100% win rate. Love that. He's but the best yeah. Shout out to Big Sam. Shout out to everyone that watches. Yeah, let us know down below as well who you think is going to avoid the drop and who we'll be seeing in the championship next season. Yeah, we put a relegation post up on our Insta that had like the bottom five. Go comment on that post who you think is going down. Exactly. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you very much for watching. You anything else to add? Nah, shout out to everyone watching. Our numbers have been quite good recently. So yeah. shout out to everyone shout that watches. Shout out to the guy who didn't like our Kuli Bali shout. It's yeah. all love. <laughs> it's all love. Uh, we, no one's getting too upset about yeah, it. No, it's all but dumb. yeah, we all, we all have our own opinions. That's what makes football magical. But yeah, shout out to you anyway. Thanks for watching. Thank you everyone else for watching. It's been Borgerob, episode number 44. Big 50 coming up soon, baby. Coming up soon. Let's go. Make sure you enjoy your week of football, guys. It's been Borgerob and it's live.